superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. These are the two things you should look for from Justin Fields. Can he make a switch at the line? Pressure on Fields. Oh, the helmet came off. That's going to be a flag as well. And two, can he protect himself behind a line that might not be protecting him? Now, whether it's a hot or whether they change the protection, this is what you worry about. The Rich Eisen Show. I'm built for this. Earlier on the show, NFL Films senior producer Greg Cosell. Still to come. Host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Plus, your phone calls and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We had a good chat with Greg Cosell of NFL Films. He's an All-22 maven. He liked what he saw out of Trey Lance last night. I'll tell you what, so did I. We'll talk about that later on in the show when we hear what Kyle Shanahan had to say. I just love his press conferences and how he deals with the media. I love everything the guy says. He's terrific at it. Um, And Zach Wilson. He looked really good. I could. I, I mean, it's very tough for me to say. It's very tough for me to say these words into a microphone. It's very, very tough. It's very, very tough. Is is his it's a preseason is game his against bust Green Bay gonna have the the his bust? Yeah, is it gonna have the headband that he wears? I don't know. Or... I don't know, Chris. That's an excellent question. Yeah, uh, we might as well just. Let's go just... straight for it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't know. As you know, Edron James's bust looks like when he came out of college, so it's possible to have those right. busts. Yeah. Um, you know, Peyton Manning's bust did not look like it when he came out of college. Peyton Manning bust it, look, it looked looks like pissed. Yeah, it looks like he he had just, you know, it was one of those games against the Ravens coming up, that sure. sort of thing. Sure. You know, so I, I I don't know is okay. the short answer okay. to it. Okay. But it's possible. Possible. Can't say no. <laughs> Can't say no. Looks good. Must uh, well, be old enough to drink. Not, yeah, that's not, to, not to jump the gun, Chris. <laughs> okay. Not to jump the gun, but I did spend part of watching that game with Coop, my 10-year-old, and the two of us were cutting up pieces of paper for confetti that we're putting in our back <laughs> pocket <laughs> to go confetti. to Lower Manhattan yes. for the for parade. The parade the um, yeah, I'm not going to, again... 2022 calendar year is a little bit much for the parade, but you know soon. So Got we it. just put them in little Ziploc bags, just holding it, ready to go. Yeah. Just put it, in cut the, up. It. Hey, Coop's look. a Jets fan now, Rich? Huh? Coop's a Jets fan now? Mm-hmm. Are you are you trying to pull him in? I am pull. I am. I am not pulling him in. No. No, let, He's a Patriot fan. Them, no, no. As you go. know, as you know, I've said here before <laughs> that when my children were born mm-hmm. and Tom Brady was winning Super Bowls for Brady. the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. my my wife's team. Um, my my wife, who has uh, been oh, to the lie. old Foxborough, she she grew up and loved them, and watched them. Cannot sit there 
and tell my children they had to root for the Jets for fear of child services coming to the house and removing them from our family. <laughs> and so I carved out the Yankees. That's well, looking pretty well, right? It's doing pretty well right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But mean, not to digress, Zach Wilson coming out and looking the way that he did and connecting with Corey Davis. That's what you got to see. You got to see the guy that you spend free agent dollars to go get at receiver for your quarterback to rely on and get a connection. He connected with Corey Davis for 70 yards, targeted him six times. Yes, Zach Wilson. Yes, that's what you do. (laughs) Nine of 11, a buck 28, two scores. Yes, I get it. It's preseason. It's Lambeau Field. And he came out and he fanboyed Aaron Rodgers. And at some point you just want to be yeah, a little too cool for school would be good, but right now we're just getting feet wet. That's it. We're just getting feet wet. Barely able to drink in the NFL. Let's go. And especially the reports were just, oh, God, he looks terrible in practice, blah, blah, blah. Even but, he was talking about I it. mean, yeah. here we go. The, he, he looked comfortable out there. He looked like, you know, the smooth operator that Daniel <laughs> Jeremiah said to put Sade's songs in our head all day the other day when he was on this program. He looked like he was smooth and operating the offense. Yes. Okay. Coast to coast, right? Okay, very good. Well, there you go. So check that box. He's going to be the starting quarterback for the Jets. They'll be growing pains and all of that business. And yeah. But he doesn't look like he's a total bust, dreadful, can't get it right. He's nervous. He's got the no, spotlight on him. I mean, he doesn't have anything yeah, like that. And I think coming into the season, he would have been the one like, eh, he could have bust potential. I don't know why, because he's out there from Utah in the big city now. It's like, you know. Yeah, and he's small, and no one's really seen him play. I liked it. I liked it a lot, bro. Now, there's two other quarterbacks. Hey, I'm happy for you, man. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you and I are in the same boat right now. I mean, yeah, I both totally, of you guys are like. I totally get it. You and I are in the same boat right now, Chris. Except and also, our, boat, no, our boat's no, no, a little no, heavier no, no, because no, no, of the no, no, Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Trophies in the case. It's great. Trophies in the case. Both There's no denying trophies are in the case. But, you know, we're in the same spot. We don't have an all-time goat at coach. We got a guy that we all believe in with the Jets. Okay. But other than that, we're kind of – we're kind of – we're kind of starting from a very similar position of drafting a first-round quarterback and seeing what we got. And unlike you, Open. <laughs> the Jets are just going to throw this kid in there. Right. The Patriots are going to go with either this kid or Cam, and maybe the kid's got a little upper hand because Cam's out for the next five days because it apparently appears he's not vaccinated. And maybe this kid isn't either and leaves the Jets wide open too. <laughs> Because he hasn't said. Right, I don't want to go down that road, yeah, but we're in the same spot, bro. We're in the same spot. Yeah. Same spot. Looking up at Josh. Okay, Allen. and 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 <laughs> up at Josh. Allen. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like looking up at Here Josh. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, one of the quarterbacks that I there's two quarterbacks that that looked um, really good this weekend. Again, when the quarterback looks really good in preseason, uh, okay, we'll, we'll see what they we'll see what you got once it all hits, but. You'd rather be talking about the quarterback like this than the other way around. Facts. Rich, do I ask you now how you're feeling about the Jets? No, I'll save it for closer this season. Thank you. I'll save it, yeah. (laughs) 
Dude, you should just pipe down too. No, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Remember, Honestly, like time out, time wait out. Wait a minute. The interruptions are coming from all wait over the place. Second. You and him. No, no, no. You should pipe down. I've got a QB. Pipe down I've got a QB. Because you're great, but at least in the last quarter century, I've seen my team play not once, not twice, three times mm-hmm. for the chance to win and go to the Super Bowl. Three times the amount of. Championships I've seen my team win in my my uh, lifetime. I'm talking oh, about three. in the last gotcha. since 1995. Okay, well, what about since 1992? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> since why, why can't we say 1992? Well, we only go back 25 years. Oh, since 95. Let's yeah. make it 30 have, years. <laughs> pretty close. Pretty close. Since 95, you have won. Have had it worse than me. Have I no? Yes, yes, you have. You have. have we? Yes, you have. Even I the, don't know about that. Even the, land just a little bit. Oh, no, 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 no. This is great. No, this is easy. Hey, no, no, first easy. of all, time TJ, out. This please whole, don't go this in this direction. Started, please this don't whole thing it. started with me please going, do before the draft, I'd always ask you how you felt about the Jets draft coming up, and yes. we had a little thing. Yes. That's where I was trying to go right now. You got personal with me just now, and I wasn't even trying to be a smart aleck. I was just Excuse trying to me. like reconnect our old bid. Excuse but me. the fact of the matter is, in no way, shape, or form would a Jets fan ever, I don't care how many times you made the playoffs, the Cowboys are still going to be held in higher regards than oh, the Jets, no matter no. what. And that oh, is a fact. Chris, two things. Two Factual. Things. Chris, two things. Ooh, two, wow. things two things. Two things. Two things. One, a when he here. spoke up and what he just said as I was about to transition. <laughs> I know. You were on the literally, on the two seconds away from transitioning to the next topic. Did it sound like a shot in my direction? Yeah, yes or no? a little bit. But, Thank it wasn't you. A, but it wasn't a shot. It was a thing that you and I had been doing all Am the whole Am I going to ask you draft? about the Jets season right now? Yeah, or, no, like, I'll wait till the beginning of the season. Did that sound like somebody who was legitimately trying to bring something up yep. or was trying to fire a shot in the direction of the host chair? Yeah, or nay? Fire, I mean, my shot, and if I'm going to fire a shot, it'll two. be like, you'll know. You'll hear the click, click, bang, bang. There's the shot. <laughs> Chris, I didn't do that. I wasn't Chris, trying to fire a shot. I was just trying to pull okay. back something that we were doing before. Chris, no. Another thing, too. Do me a favor, as I do make the point that I was about to make in transition. Yeah. Look up for me the last time the Jets and the Cowboys actually played against one another. You won. The Jets won that game. Oh, Great. And how terrible were the Jets at the time? Your quarterback came off a of mono and that's, you beat the Cowboys. That's correct. Great. And that quarterback okay. is gone. He's gone. He's gone because he could not. <laughs> you know one of the reasons why he's gone is because. Same goes. That's one of them. Another reason why he's gone Same is goes. he wasn't able to show, despite the fact that it wasn't supported, wasn't able to show the ability to get the team to the AFC Very Championship game two years in a row. That guy, Sanchez. How many NFC Championship games have the Cowboys? Who's the last Cowboy quarterback playing an NFC Championship game? Oh, that's uh-huh. the guy who's with Buck. Yes. Next to Buck for an 18th NFL season. That guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's got three Just of them things. See. Okay. Yeah. All right. Three of them. Understood. This is why Dallas Cowboy fans are hated. Needed. You How just is it? really is because you, Check because yourself. You bring, it's like it's ju- Yankee fans. We bring up old crap. And then you get crap. But that's because what sports is. We old do. crap. We're why do we keep stats? Just as bad as if, we, if, if we're Yankee. not allowed to talk about history and old stuff. No, then mean, why do we keep stats? Why do we care? You can't why should it be Tom Brady has You're, seven Super Bowls? We should just count the one that he no, just but won. Don't poke like, the bear at Rich if you want to. There was no the bears, poking going on. I wasn't yeah. trying okay. to poke. Hold on a second. Then we need to put a point in this. Now, how about that? I'm going to start poking. We need. We need to just put a pin in this with this. I need. I need to take a vote. Am I being sent? Am I okay. being sensitive, or was that a shot in my direction? I'm telling you right now, there wasn't Hang a on, shot. Chris, Chris, you're being sensitive. Chris, turn your mic off. Chris, Chris Brockman, 
Oh, they're they're talking. I know what his intention was, but it came off as a shock. I believe the exact same thing Thank that Chris you. just said. I rest my case. Well, you didn't because he so, just said he knows what I, my intention was. I already went through the Jets' schedule. I went through the Cowboys' schedule, too. You know what my, what my thoughts of the season are going to be. You know what they are. And yet you just asked that question. Oh, no, I'll bring it up closer to being it. Um, honestly, even that intonation is just like, oh, I have no intention of really wanting to find out from you right now. Now, you know what? We'll just wait till later on. Seriously, I TJ. Think, I think a lot like tweets you guys look too deeply into. I think you looked way too deep into that. Here's but, the deal. Okay, cool. Here's the deal. I'll Let be the manage. bad guy here. Sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll, be the, I'll be the hill today. Okay. <laughs> two guys that I'm looking at from this weekend that I – that really, to me, played really well. And I think it bodes well for the season. One of them is Tua Tungavailoa. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I saw a quarterback that was decisive. I saw a quarterback that knew where he wanted to go with the ball, and he, f- he flung it around. 16 to 23, 183 yards and a score. That's a lot. I'm wondering if we're going to see any more from him in week three of the preseason. We're just going to now sit back and watch him show up in New England. Here we go. I can't wait to watch that week one game. If he's taken a big leap forward, if he's taken that leap, if he's comfortable, if he now knows the offense a lot better, he now has the cadence down in the huddle, he now has the whole full grasp of what his team wants him to do, and he's got confidence coming into the season. Oh, baby. Because we all know he's done. He's he's done. So many people wrote him off because he wasn't Justin Herbert. People wrote him off because he got the job when maybe he didn't deserve it. You know? And then he lost the job that he got when he didn't deserve it. Fitz had to come in and put things back together after Humpty Tua broke it a couple times (laughs) in December. (laughs) You know? So... That's the way that that's the whole narrative about Tua. Oh, Justin Herbert, way, way, way better than him. And Dolphins made a mistake. I liked what I saw out of him. And then here's the other one. Uh, I, I named them a, my shrug, one of my shrug emoji teams of the 2021 season. Don't know. Have no idea. They could have 12 wins, they could have 12 losses. No idea. I'm no longer saying they're a shrug emoji team. They ain't, they're not going to have 12 losses. That's for sure. Big Ben Roethlisberger came out and looked mm-hmm. spry, man. There you are, man. He looked Hall of Fame spry like nobody's talking about me. Nobody's looking at us. And a guy who has a big reason and hand in the Steelers' success offensively this year. Also took a screen pass, 46 yards. Najee Harris didn't have a great day on the ground. But that kid, he can balance his offense out. And Big Ben, two touchdown passes. He threw them both to Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> the tight end. Ooh, out of Penn State. Out of Penn State. Yeah. Good hands. I won't say who said this to me, but I'll read the line. It's a somebody... Uh, who's in the NFL and I, I won't, I, I can't even say what, what they do. Pittsburgh. Here, here's the quote text I got during the game. Pittsburgh hitting on a white tight end from Penn state was as predictable as the sun <laughs> rising in the morning. <laughs> Why was that predictable? 
Pat Fryer. Just, I mean, you know, I think even Big Cat was like, uh, great, great throws to Heath Miller. And I'm like, no, it was Matt Spaith, man. You is know, that, like, is that who sent it to you? Uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Heath no. Miller. <laughs> It's just like, that guy we've all here we had go, man. See. Here we go. No, I mean, really so so if the tight end is again, it's just one day and one quarter of preseason action. I get it, but if 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 and it was against the Lions, if, guys. <laughs> if 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 they got the tight end that Big Ben can relate to, mm-hmm. and they got the running back who can balance the offense, and Claypool is healthy, and they got the two other receivers in Johnson and Smith Schuster. Why not? And, and then defensively, yeah. T.J. Watt, who's now one of the top 10 players in the NFL 100 list, and Devin Bush comes back, and Joe Hayden's back there, and you got more guys, and they hit on some of these other guys. Don't sleep on the Steelers. I agree with you. I know you can't believe it. Everybody thinks the Steelers are toast because of what happened last year. Ben comes back. He's eating the... Promanti Brothers ice cream or whatever he's doing right now on the Big Ben 7, the BB7 system or whatever he's doing. He BB looks good, man. Permanis with no bread, probably. Yeah. Yeah. The gluten-free <laughs> Permanti Brothers. Yes. <laughs> even we, honestly, even with Ben saying, you know, I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Even with that, we're all like, yeah, right. Does but Permani he does look better. Yeah. Does Permani have a gluten-free option? I don't option? think so. I doubt it. <laughs> it would be like the protein. Probably, uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. The protein even, now. Even him having a new refound, you know, understandably focus on personal weight and health, because all you got to do is look at what Brady's doing and Roger's doing, right? I mean, I saw a guy who looked terrific. He looked like the Roethlisberger of... Of old, like running around and moving in the pocket, that shake and and buying time and just standing back there and finding his guys. The Beyond Meat Roethlisberger. I agree, The Rich. Beyond Meat Roethlisberger. <laughs> I, think, I think people are writing the Steelers off a little. Yes. I mean, really bad. I saw that, and I get it. Lions preseason. There's all, that's the whole thing about preseason football. It's like, wow, that guy looked good. Yeah, there's this, there's that. Against the twos, against the threes, against the Lions. It was just one quarter. It was one play. Or sign of things to come. Raining down the judgment. In Pittsburgh, PA, Coach Tomlin. <laughs> You got them all, Mike. Just give me one of them. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Give me one of them. He's got to get to <laughs> it. Because it's high on my yes, damn Yes, it's high on I'll my I'll rain damn. down my judgment yes. and we'll move forward. We will. <laughs> Big Ben looks spry. That's the headline. Eight and a half, Steeler win total. Oh, baby. Come on. I don't know what you mean by that. Even though I made that noise. Let's take a break, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. When we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Bill Cower here on the show. How does that sound, Bill? Uh, still trying to get used to that one, Rich. Um, it really is. It's, it, uh, it's been a short period of time, but uh, boy, you know, it happened so fast. And what a whirlwind. We had two shows on the weekend. Yep. And, you know, now it's kind of soaking in a little bit. It's, um, uh, it, it's pretty special. Yeah, I know. Obviously, being on live television is uh, is sometimes uh, difficult enough, even no matter how many times you've done it, because you're on live television. I mean, what was going through your head when David Baker appeared all of a sudden, Bill? You know, it's a, it, I had absolutely no idea. And the ironic part of it was that I sat down that morning with my wife, Veronica. You know, I, and I talked about it. I said, I don't think I'm going to get in, and I'm okay with it. I almost put some closure on it. And... Um, that was okay, you know, when I came in, no one really said anything, we weren't discussing it. I thought, well, that's being pretty professional. I appreciated them kind of like giving me my space from it all. And um, I was getting ready to do an eye vision with, uh, with Phil Sims and talking about Lamar Jackson. And next thing I turn around, I see David Baker, and we all know what he stands for. And, um, and it just was a lot of things to try to process at the time. It's kind of why I thought this isn't, this is the way I, I, thought this was going to be. I thought I was going to get a call that says, hey, you know, you're close, but you didn't get in. And we'd all find out on Tuesday night or something because it's going to air on Wednesday. And, um, yeah, it was almost surreal. And, um, you know, they ask you to talk a speech. Wow, I haven't had time to think about this one. <laughs> so it just kind of rambles out. And I got down. I'm not even sure what I just said. Um, but uh, uh, it was a pretty surreal moment and you know, you know every day you wake up it's just like wow um it's something you dreamed about as a kid um and uh you know you never feel like you're worthy i looked at all the candidates that were there and it's so funny i sat back and watched jimmy johnson and the same thing happened to him yep. on the halftime of the of the, yeah. of the second game on on, <laughs> on, on sunday after yep. he got home and i know exactly what he was feeling as a matter of fact i had to put out a tweet and i the first thing i thought about is you know did Adam Stanley really know that he had two future Hall of Fame players watching Bobby Boucher and the water park? 
and Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson and I were down there, and I remember Jimmy and I. This is like 1997, 98, whatever it was. And um, and Adam actually, I think, has since then retweeted. I said, but we're talking about Boogie Boos, Bobby Boucher, and he's he's saying he's like Zach Taylor. I go, no, he's like Greg Lloyd. And he goes, whatever. And um, so it's going to be really, really kind of fun to kind of get reunited with Jimmy uh, over that little one. That's fantastic, Bill. I mean, that is just great. I was after Bill got surprised by David Baker on the set of uh, the NFL Today on CBS. 844-204-RICH. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We've got a couple of phone lines open for you as well. We'll take it after this conversation with one of our favorites. He starts and ends the NBC Sports on Peacock lineup day. Um, And he starts it with pro football talk every single day on my Twitter feed. That's for darn sure. He's Mike Florio. How are you, sir? Rich, doing great, buddy. How are you? I am hanging in there. What do you make of the Cam News in New England? Well, I'm, I'm confused about a lot of it, but there is one aspect of it that requires no confusion or thought. If you are vaccinated, you can leave town and not be tested every single day. That's one of the perks of being vaccinated, and players are going to learn after the third preseason game. They've got a mini-buy coming up in what would have been week four of the preseason, I suspect not many of them realize if they're not vaccinated, they can't leave. They have to stay and get tested every day. So Cam seemed to think that he could leave town for some sort of approved medical treatment and get tested somewhere else other than at the facility every single day. He made a bad assumption. The team, which typically doesn't make bad assumptions, possibly didn't realize what was going on. We still aren't at the bottom of the rabbit hole, but the bottom line is, because he was unvaccinated, because he left town, because he didn't have an appropriate and approved test, he's knocked out for five days. And now Mac Jones has the opportunity that I thought wouldn't come until week one, week two, week three, an injury, a poor performance, whatever, opens the door for Mac Jones to steal the job and never look back. Now, this week, Mac Jones gets the opportunity to steal the job and never look back. Well, I guess, you know, he'll be with the ones all week and then including that one practice on Wednesday with the Giants and Thursday if Cam is allowed back in the building uh, at that point in time, maybe Cam gets back in and and, and it really just depends on what what Bill is going to think. And the question has to be, does this become part of the actual evaluation? And I know sports fans you know, a certain part of this country doesn't want to hear this conversation because they see it all the time. They live it. You know, you see my, my Twitter timeline is filled with videos from scored uh, school board meetings and things of that nature. And people tune into shows like this one to escape it. But this is an unescapable aspect of life as well. Do you think that we're going to see talent evaluations based on who's a, uh, uh, vaccinated and who is not? Well, absolutely, Rich. I mean, look, anybody who doesn't think this is an integral part of the 2021 NFL experience is setting themselves up to wonder why in the hell did this guy not play today? Why is that coach not on the sidelines? These are things that we have to understand to fully appreciate what we can expect. And the guys who aren't vaccinated, the players who aren't vaccinated, they are tested every single day with this Mesa PCR test that basically is done outside the facility I envision like an airlock where you go in, you have the test. If it's negative, you can continue into the facility. If it's positive, you're out for at least 10 days. That's if you're unvaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you get tested once every two weeks. And it isn't going to be on game day. And it's not going to be the day before game day. These teams aren't going to be stupid and say, hey, let's go test all of our vaccinated players the day of a game and potentially have them knocked out for this game. So if you're vaccinated, 
you're good to go. If you're unvaccinated, you're going to be tested every single day. If you have close contact with someone who's positive, you're automatically out five days. If you have close contact and you're vaccinated, you're not knocked out at all. These are the fundamental differences between vaccinated and unvaccinated under the protocols. So if you are someone who is more likely to suddenly become available, unavailable, excuse me, how does that not factor into the trimming of the rosters from 80 to 53? Technically, it's not supposed to be a factor. How is it not a factor? How, how are they supposed to, in close questions, not think, let me see, this guy we can count on because he's vaccinated. We don't have to worry about him being unavailable any given day. This guy we can't count on because any given day he may not be available. We'll go with the guy that we know is going to be available. And at the top of a depth chart, if you're trying to pick a starting quarterback, one guy you know is going to be there every day and be available and not potentially get knocked out. The other guy you have to worry about it every single day. As a head coach, when you've got enough crap to worry about as it is, what decision are you going to make? So, yes, it is tied up completely with anything and everything that we need to understand about the football season that begins in 17 days. Mike Florio here on the Rich Eisen Show, uh, Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio. Um, Carson Wentz out on the field running around, um, it seems. And when we had Frank Reich on last Wednesday, he used the word very encouraged in relation to him and Quentin Nelson. Um, that's kind of a, a big piece of news, certainly since we thought that it's possible Wentz would miss some time and that would open the door for the Titans to to get the leg up in that division. What can you tell us about Wentz's readiness, preparedness for a week one start? Well, that bizarre five to 12 week right. range for both Wentz and Nelson created the impression that, okay, we'll split the difference. He's still going to miss some time. When you look at the Colts' schedule, they got five very difficult games right out of the gate, starting with the Seattle Seahawks in 20 days. So Wentz himself said this is going to be something the doctors decide. They're trying to get him to not push it. He is anxious to prove that he's not injury prone. He played every game last year and every game the year before got knocked out of the postseason game on an illegal hit from Jadavian Clowney. He has been better, much better from the standpoint of being available to play. He wants to prove that he's not the guy that he was last year, that he's the guy that he was the prior years of his career. So the challenge is to reel him in, keep him from doing too much, keep him from compensating with the other foot or knee or hamstring. That's a very common thing that can happen if you're protecting an injured body part excessively. You put extra strain on other body parts. So these are all things we need to keep an eye on. But they got to get somebody ready for week one. I didn't like the whole Sam Ellinger, Jacob Eason thing lingering and lingering because at some point you got to say, we need to get one of these guys ready to go. We can't be splitting first-team reps. Well, maybe the guy they're going to be getting ready to go is Carson Wentz after all. What did you make of the news um... – Mike Florio uh, from The Athletic that it looks like my buddy Mayock called up the Bears and Ryan Pace to see if they still had the receipt on the Khalil Mack trade. (laughs) (laughs) What is that all about? Here's the thing that's important to remember. It's a compelling story because of the way things fell apart for the Raiders, and this was pre-Mayock. This is when Reggie McKenzie was the GM, but this was Gruden. Gruden, for whatever reason, pissed off Khalil Mack, and Mack wanted nothing to do with Gruden. Now, they may have mended fences since then, but the Raiders didn't have the cash to give Mack what he wanted. They weren't inclined to make that kind of investment. They got a good value in return when they traded him to the Bears, but now they're ready to say, we need a pass rush. And when you're in the weeks prior to free agency, you're going to turn over every stone. You're going to see what's out there. They ended up signing Yannick Ngakwe. So, phone calls happen all the time. That's why 
I mean, look, I'm never one to turn my nose up at news that yes. we can write up and tweet and people will want to pay attention to. But the context is phone calls are made all the time. And so, you know, hey, they had the thought. The neurons fired in someone's brain. Let's see what it would take to get Khalil Mack back. Just hypothetically, make the call and see what they say. And apparently it didn't go very far, and that was the end of the conversation. But those kinds of calls happen all the time. If we knew every single call that was made, we'd be stunned, but then we'd also say, okay, we get it now. When we hear about one of these phone calls, this is one of many, many, many phone calls that get made as teams just kick around the different possibilities that are out there, whether it's prior to free agency or prior to the draft. No doubt about that. I mean, if we knew the number of calls that perhaps Bill O'Brien received for DeAndre Hopkins before that trade, you know, uh, that was a rumor for like a year or two that you were hearing, yeah, things aren't all that great in Houston with DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien in Houston. I heard that over and over and over again, and you, every single time, like, yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, well, they got the, they trade him for a what? So is it possible that Mac is available, that that filtered to Vegas, that this is out there, that somehow, some way, shape, or form, the Bears are, are open to this idea? Well, if he all? was, he's not now, because on March 15, they restructured Mac's deal, and they kicked $12 million okay. of current year salary into next year and beyond. And if they would trade him now, even though it's post-June 1, they'd be setting themselves up for an enormous cap charge next year. So I think when they decided to give him the restructured contract and reduce the cap number this year, it was done with the intent that we're going to at least have him for two more seasons. So I think that 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 ship sailed and Mac is going to be with the Bears through 2020. Two or at the very earliest, a Julio Jones-style trade after June 1 of next year when you can divide the salary cap hit into 2022 and 2023. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's the scoop with Dak's arm? Is there any there there? Is there something there? I mean, what, what, what is up? Or we're just going to see him a couple Thursdays from now and we'll, we'll, we'll hear about the questionable on the injury list or he sat out practice today and that's the way we're going to get through the 2021 season at least the first half walk me yeah, through i think the question know. is he's he's well, there's no question that they're going to do everything they can to get him on the field and right. this gets back to the whole compensating for an injury whether you do it consciously or not and one of the reasons i'm glad to have chris sims with me in the morning he was a former quarterback and he understands how the body works and he understands how throwing motion can change. And he has noticed a different throwing motion with Dak Prescott. And think about it. Right ankle, that's the ankle that goes back. That's the ankle you're putting your weight on. If you're conscious or not conscious, you're just, you know, that's, that's the ankle that you badly broke. So yes. you're out there and you're standing and you're pushing down on that when you muster your fastball. Well, you're going to try to protect it. So what does he do? He overdoes it with his arm. He overdoes it with his shoulder. He gets this pitching injury because he's putting his whole upper body into the throw to try to get the velocity he would have if he was able to really push off of that back foot. So even, and this is, you know, Joe Burrow's dealing with this, with his ACL, putting that left leg out there, knowing that that injured leg that's been surgically repaired is exposed. Carson Palmer went through it in 2006 after he tore his ACL. You've got to get used to being in that spot and trusting the, the repair, and I think that the shoulder injury is a direct result of consciously or subconsciously trying to overcompensate for the ankle. So now when will the shoulder be healthy? And then what other problems is he going to have if he's trying to protect the shoulder and the ankle? And I, I just think that it's got the potential to be something that is a constant question, and it can affect his 
overall performance. Uh, no matter how many games he plays, he may not be the guy that they, they need for him to be week in and week out. Mike Florio, a few more minutes left with the founder uh, of Pro Football Talk, joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show. What in the world is happening with Deshaun Watson and what the next two and a half weeks is all about? I guess the latest is that the FBI is either looking into him um, for the claims or uh, because he's being extorted. I mean, it's just all over the place. He's not. He's just showing up doing nothing it seems it's crazy man i don't know how, what to make of it can you help me and anybody who's paying attention to this out yeah i think the fbi stuff from last week is just another layer of what the hell that really doesn't take away from the fundamental problem right now as it relates to deshaun watson's status he's got these 22 civil claims 10 criminal complaints they are taking very seriously they need to be taken very seriously and no team is going to come close to giving the Texans what they would want to trade for Deshaun Watson now because you give up all these draft picks and you have a guy who may get indicted, could get convicted. We just don't know. So any of the teams out there that would be interested, whether it's the Eagles, the Dolphins, the Panthers, or the Broncos, and those are the ones that come up now, they're not going to make the kind of offer the Texans clearly want. and The Texans aren't going to do a fire sale. So they have to figure out a way to – to reach some sort of an understanding with Watson, because he clearly isn't interested in playing for the Texans. And the Texans seem to be okay with that. You know, the concept of the hold-in that we've had with oh. Jamal Adams and Stephon Gilmore and Dwayne Brown and Xavier Howard for a while. Teams are okay, and T.J. Watt, teams are okay with the guy being there and not practicing. Now, it's different with Deshaun Watson. He's not looking for a new contract. He's looking for a new team. But so are the Texans. So they seem to be okay with him not playing. And we're going to learn a lot next Tuesday after they cut the 53. I think what they're going to do after that, they're going to find a way to stash him on injured reserve and keep him all year long, keep him until the legal cloud goes away for a criminal prosecution. I don't think that happens until after the season at the earliest. And then they'll trade him. They'll trade him once they know that he won't be prosecuted or that he's indicted and he strikes some sort of a plea deal because I think that's what will happen. If he gets indicted by a grand jury, there will be a plea deal because the prosecutor will not believe that, that the ability to meet the very high standard of proof beyond a reasonable doubt can be satisfied. So uh, whatever happens, it's going to take time. And I think the Texans are content to pay him $10 million this year knowing that they're going to get that huge return when they finally trade him, whether it's March of 2022 or March of 2023 at the absolute latest. Well, what is the legal back and forth? Because, again, let's lean on your, your law degree here. What is the legal back and forth going on right now behind the scenes between both parties here? Because, again, there, there is no criminal charge that's out here. This is all a civil case as it currently stands, correct? And the question that I have is, is I'm assuming, you know, uh, Watson wants this cleared up right away so he could get his football um, life in more array for somebody to come get him, right? So what is that back and forth like right now? Well, you can and, tell and let me try to know. tie the two threads together, Please. civil and criminal. I, I personally believe that from the get-go, when Deshaun Watson's representatives were first made aware of the initial allegation before a lawsuit was filed and a demand was made of $100,000 to settle it, they mishandled that situation. What they should have done at that point, sit down with Watson, figure out how big of a problem this is, figure out 
whether or not there are others out there that may be able to make similar claims. Figure out whether it makes sense to engage in a back and forth. In my own experience practicing law, somebody demands 100000 out of the gates, you're settling it between 50 and 75. By the time you, you go, it's, you know, it's, it's negotiation. It, it, I, I hate that it boils down to that because these are important allegations. It's an important situation. But between the lawyers, it's, I want 100, I'll pay you 25. I'll drop the 90. I'll go to 30. And you go back and forth until you get somewhere between 50 and 75. If they'd have done that, this all may have never happened. Tony Busby, the lawyer who represents the 22 women, got upset because he thought he was disrespected. And off we go. And I mention that because that ultimately led to the criminal complaints. And a grand jury eventually is going to take up these cases. The subpoenas have gone out. We don't know if it's subpoenas for people to show up and testify Mm -hmm. or just to produce documents. Once there are subpoenas to testify, that's when we know that the grand jury, which operates on a quarterly basis, there are four grand juries in Harris County, Texas at any given time. There's no timetable for, for this to go forward in the immediate future. But now the civil cases take a back seat. The criminal case is the thing that is keeping the interested teams from saying, hey, Texans, we'll give you what you want, and we'll bear the risk that he gets indicted and prosecuted and potentially convicted for one of these charges. And meanwhile, one of the most talented players in the National Football League and one of the most popular faces of a franchise over the last several years sits and might not play until 2022, regardless. Exactly. And they're going to pay him $10 million to do it. Wow. And, and Rich, here's my, here's my, I don't want to call it a conspiracy theory because I hate that term now. <laughs> I used to like it, sure. but I, I never want to use it. Mm-hmm. If the league was thinking about putting him on the commissioner exemplist, and, and this is all a PR tool to get the heat out of the hot kitchen mm-hmm. when you have a guy who's facing allegations, not anything proven, just allegations, and we don't, we don't want him on Sunday night football, Monday night football, Sunday after. We just, it's not good for the brand, sure. not good for the shield. Well, if the league knows that the Texans are already kind of doing that anyway, why don't you just let the Texans know, you know what, probably a good idea. If you're content to hold him, if you're content to stash him on IR, if you're content to pay him $10 million this year, and he's content to do it, let's just do that. Then we don't have to create an AP story. Fodder for Rich Eisen, Dan Patrick, everyone else to talk about how Deshaun Watson got put on paid leave. It's, it's the same spot without having to incur... Mm-hmm. News cycle after news cycle discussion about, well, why did the league put him on paid leave? They should have done it. They shouldn't have done it. It just kind of naturally happens because that's how the Texans are going to handle it anyway. So I really wonder whether or not there was some sort of back-channel understanding that the league will stand down as long as this, this, this situation will unfold with the Texans paying him to not play and Deshaun Watson happily not playing and still getting paid. Mike, thanks as always for the call. Thanks as always for kicking off the NBC Sports on Peacock lineup every day. If, if you ever want me on your show, what have you, let's do the home and home. In the meantime, look for my call. Greatly and let appreciate me say it. this, and I know we got to go, but thank go you for being so transparent and open about your COVID situation despite thanks. being vaccinated. Anyone who has a platform, I think it's great to choose to use it for the greater good because – even though they want to tell us stick to sports, we have influence, and you used it for good, and I, I respect that and appreciate it, and I, and I hope everybody with a platform chooses to do the same thing. Mike, I appreciate it, and I'm just glad that I'm healthy enough to deliver the message, you know, because just, you just see all these stories of 
of ICU beds being filled up and 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 people who have medical emergencies can't be treated. Uh, you see all these stories of people um, who are in platforms like this one and who counseled against the vaccine dying of the virus and in, in, in their obituary or in their statements about it say, please get the vaccine, it gets too late. I just don't want to be one of those people. I just, you know, I, I and I also don't want to lose empathy. You know what I mean? I mean, you look at some of the stories and sometimes you just shake your head but i it's just it empathy is in such short supply that's why i think ted lasso's show is so uh, popular right now in many ways not only because it's terrific and hilarious but um I, I appreciate what you're saying mike i appreciate why you're you you um said it and i i it's think it's important it's important for, for for guys like you to bang the drum for truth because for whatever reason and i firmly believe there will be a special place in hell for these people the folks out there who are banging the drum for the lies are, are making it so hard for the average person to understand what is in their best interest and the best interest of their family. And it's, it's really sickening, but it's good that we have people who are standing up and, and, and pointing to the truth and trying to get people to see the light. Mike, so anyway, no, I appreciate now that, that now 30% of the audience has turned us off, no, I'll, I'll let you go. No, hopefully they'll stick around. Thanks for the call, Mike, and we'll, we'll chat uh, opening week. Look for my call. Okay? All right, Rich. Thanks again. Up. That's Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk. I follow him. You should as well. Greatly appreciate him calling in, as always. And again, his show kicks off the NBC Sports on Peacock Day before Dan Patrick, which precedes our program as well. Brother from another PFT PM, 5 p.m. Eastern time, all part of Mike Florio's uh, brand and also part of ours right here on NBC Sports on Peacock. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Phone calls, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Preview tonight's Monday night football game, Jacksonville and New Orleans as well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rockman just out of the blue. Where were you when you sent this tweet, Chris? Oh, I mean, was that on a Sunday? Was it a Sunday night? I don't remember. I, I was probably just at home. And you just said, you watching know what? A game. If the Eagles make the playoffs, I'll take Might a bite out of Mike myself. Del Tufo's yeah. hat. You yeah. said, I will take a bite out of Mike Del Tufo's hat. Yeah. Eagles have made the playoffs, and you have avoided the inevitable for a week. That ends now. I just sliced up um, a one inch by one inch cutout of Mike Del Tufo's Callaway hat. And I placed it like little Easter eggs into the right. half of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yep. Take a bite. Ugh, here we go. You, here you go. Brockman is oh. taking a bite. Did you get a piece of the hat there? Oh, I yeah. think you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who chose the peanut butter, too. Trash can nearby? Nope. <laughs> nope. We don't. That's one bite of it. Oh, he's taking it in. Just swallow. 
You did. Uh, did you get it? Did you get a nice piece? It's down. It's gone. By the way, this is creamy peanut butter. Uh, suddenly made a little chunky. Uh, oh, I feel it. It might be stuck in my throat. There we go. <laughs> there we go, man. Your, your champions of the NFC East Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, there's part of the hat sticking out. I didn't get it off. <laughs> Oh, that is a oh. that is an awful piece right oh. there in that like, in that, that sandwich. That no, out. you may not. No, well, no, you have to, as no, long no, as you no. eat it, as long as yeah, you eat it, eat it. Yeah. keep going. Ugh. Keep going. I didn't go through. Oh man, this piece is like right on my tooth. <laughs> keep going. I'm done. You're almost done, man. I mean, I'm very proud of you. Oh, I went down. <laughs> Why did you even do this, Chris? You yeah, didn't I mean, have to. You took the McLovin because the bait. Eagles stink. You took They're the McLovin terrible. bait. They shouldn't have made the playoffs. If, That's why. If the Eagles make the playoffs, I'll eat a bite of Del Tufo's hat on air. I mean, and you're doing it right now. That was on the 24th of November. Oh my God! That was Sunday. Uh, radio audience, I can't even tell if that's a piece of glistening jelly or a piece Sunday. of a glistening gel, a jelly glistened right Del there. Tufo hat piece. Oh. Down it. Just, I feel like I'm talking to Taylor eating her broccoli. Just eat it, and we'll get off your case. Oh, he just went one bite. He finished it. This is not going to be good because that is peanut butter and it is jelly and it is Del Tufo hat. And you just jammed literally three inches by three inch piece of sandwich. It was a proud day for my future son. Oh, my God. <laughs> I missed that hat. It's still here. <laughs> is it still here? I can't wear it. It's got Got a big hole in the back. Oh <laughs> yeah. my word! That's going in the hall. I of can't fame, believe right? we made him. Do he could have been really sick from Thank that. Thank you, Mike. Well, and I say that. Well, Mike, then he also, shouldn't have made the bet. Ladies and bank. gentlemen, hold on. Your team okay. shouldn't have blown it. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Do hey, don't miss the Peacock original docuseries for ball and country. Get a behind-the-scenes look at the 2021 training camp in Las Vegas. Plus, catch never-before-seen footage of past Olympic players. For ball and country is streaming now on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. That'll be interesting to see the training camp in Vegas, where, as you know, it was, uh, it was coming up snake eyes. For for Team USA, everybody thought like, okay, that's this is this is going to be terrible, and then uh, snap cut to about a month later, and there's a gold medal for everybody. Yeah, everything worked out. And Draymond <laughs> and Draymond and KD are all tight again, and they're sitting down for podcasts, leaving a lump of coal, and the Warriors, uh, I guess, pre Christmas stocking. Hey, did you see the video, uh, TJ Jefferson of Ben Simmons looking really good shooting? Looks really good, man. Yeah, it, it happens every summer, Rich. Uh, you okay. get Ben Simmons hitting jumpers, and it's like, oh, this is the year. And then he you look good. Shoot He's afraid to shoot them in games. You look good. Yeah. No, but you look good. Maybe, uh, maybe he'll look good. Um, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. Somewhere well, look, else, right? Him and CJ McCollum are going to be a devastating force oh, in Portland. And Damian Lillard, the three of them, know. they're the new big three yeah. in Portland. Well, Unfortunately, Lillard won't and, be and, there. And, as as uh, well, we all know. Eventually. The trade will be made with Oklahoma City, right? Because right. they're, they're they're the people who they ship them out. Picks. It's like you know, with, they're like the gateway to the West. They're like the St. <laughs> Louis Arch of the N, of the NBA. Right? Should I make another hat eating bet? Because there's oh, no boy. way in hell Dame will ever play for the for the Sixers. Oh, that's great. 
I mean, you already lost one yeah. of those. Zero. Do you, you want to do that Zero. again? Zero. Well, yes. I, I I bet on your team last time, so that's I, on you. That's I know, got nothing I know to do this with is going to win again because no, okay. just bring fall. everyone up to speed about what the betting on his team last time was. Well, last fall I said that the the Eagles weren't going to make the playoffs because the Cowboys were leading the division at the time. Well, and the, I, the mistake you made is is because you took the bait. It was all based uh, on well, a tweet McLovin from a McLovin was, tweet, yeah. which is like the lowest of the low hanging fruit on Twitter. <laughs> I think is I was having a, a McLovin bad Twitter day, take, and I just kind of and like you went you in. took that bait of like the, the Eagles are not making the playoffs making because the, playoffs. the Cowboys were right in front of them, and as we all yeah. know, the Eagles made the playoffs, and the Giants were still in the mix too. Yeah. But you trying to dream talk Dame to the Sixers. Dream talk is a bro. great phrase. Hey, Rich, <laughs> if Orville and Wilbur Wright hadn't dreamed about flying, oh then goodness. we'd be walking places, right? Maybe so you got a dream. What, what Maybe that, there'll right? be something newsmaking in for ball and country of Dame talking about wanting to play in Philadelphia, and we haven't heard that yet, and it'll yeah, be yeah. out there on Peacock. You know? Maybe. Peacock is known for sending things viral, like, like Kevin Hart. Um, Making fun of Don <laughs> Cheadle's age. That I went all over the place in my week real. I was off. By the way, it was definitely, it was definitely real, real mm. where he responded, but that was all a gag. I mean, that was all just taking the joke <laughs> yeah. to the ultimate end and no, making, it, making it go viral. There was beef between those but two. But no, no, Kevin no. Hart's reaction was just like, whoa. Damn, like, I think he yeah, said something. didn't think you were that old, yeah. That was great. <laughs> all right, let's go to uh, Mike in New Jersey. Been hanging on for a while. What's up, Mike? Hey, Rich, how you doing? What's going on? What's on your mind, sir? So, I know that you love your New York Jets. Yes, sir. But I want to talk about uh, the team that they share a stadium with, the New York football Giants. Hey, man, they're one of my shrug emoji teams of 2021. I have no idea, and they've been hiding the ball the entire preseason. I mean, I have no idea. Nobody does. Zero. Zero point zero. uh, My my gut tells me, and I'm a fan, so I'm obviously a little biased here, but I feel like they might be a dark horse team depending on how Jones does because I think we got the personnel. I think this is probably one of our best teams we've had in the last 10 years or so. I think we feel very complete. We got Graham Gano. We got a lot of good additions on the defense last year. I think if Daniel Jones can ball, I think we can play. Look, man, I I appreciate you uh, putting the kicker in there as uh, one of the reasons why you're complete. But I I cannot argue with you about the Giants. I cannot. I have no idea. We have no idea. Daniel Jones didn't play a lick in the preseason game against Cleveland. He won't play. And he's not going to play. He's not playing. Saquon Barkley hasn't played a lick. We have no idea. He could come out week one. Who do your Giants play week one? I don't know off the top of my head. But they, uh, Denver, Broncos. Denver Broncos at the Giants. They could be like Barkley could come out and carry the ball thirty times. You know, they probably won't because it's his yeah. first game back. But he can get like 20 touches, and Kenny Galladay, who's questionable, can go up top, and Daniel Jones could Daniel Jones has the ability to win a game with his arms and his legs, with his arm and his legs. He has the ability to do that. Uh, we have no we have no idea about the Giants. Zero. Full Blutarski. They have been hiding the ball this entire preseason. So I don't know, yeah. Mike. You could be absolutely correct. And you could also, we'll be saying, thank you for the call. We could be thinking of you week one when Graham Gano splits the uprights to give the Giants their, their, their season opening Graham victory. Gano, don't you know? Gano. As you know, he puts the gu and the no in Gano many times. <laughs> so that's a terrible, that's a bad name for, if you break it syllable by syllable, it's a terrible Gano. name for a kicker. Gu and no. Speaking of gu, 
Uh, that was the Sports Center, one of the many Sports Center catchphrases of our Tuesday guest, Keith Olbermann's on this show. Nice. Oh, nice. Keith is going to join us because it's the 32nd anniversary of Pete Rose signing the uh, document that banned him for life. Ooh, 32 years wow. is tomorrow's anniversary, and he was at the Giamatti press conference. Still banned. He still is, 32 years later. Wow. When we come back, uh, Chris Brockman's news update. If you missed what Kyle Shanahan had to say about his quarterbacks, do not miss that. And then some great stuff Brockman found at a sports vintage market coming up. <laughs> TJ, what do you have? I've been told you have something for our, uh, yeah, our man. Peacock Only segment. So um, a few months ago, I entered a contest on Instagram. It was from an Instagram page called Wrestle Rumble. And basically they offered a contest where you, you, know, you pay a dollar and you have a chance to win eight NXT title belts nxt is a wwe yes division <laughs> turns out out of wow. five thousand people entered your boy won the contest are you serious I, this is back in october oh, yeah, i spent 10 bucks ago, yeah. yeah i won eight belts there all eight nxt belts we have the nxt tag <laughs> team is that belt. A real photograph that's a real photograph yeah. so i become friends with uh the guys over at wrestle rumble okay and we start talking uh you know because wrestling fans that's what happens you kind of like you get connected yes, and he hits me up and he says to me, Hey man, like I'd really be interested in making you a belt for the show. Oh. And I was like, really? So then he, I start thinking, Whoa. I was like, all right, let me design something and come up with something. So I wanted to make sure Del Tufo was here today. And um, much like they do in the world of pro oh, wrestling, wow. Look I want to present the show with something. Oh, really? We oh, now have an official Rich Eisen show. Championship. Belt. Oh, oh look man, at look at that, that thing. And, hold on, hold it up. And, hold it up. Now, we have pictures. I'll just, we'll go to the pictures in a second, as you can see. There's the belt. It's the Rich Eisen show. And what I did was, and thanks, shout out to Wrestle Rumble again, because that is from made this on the Monaco arm to El And I want to break it down. So what I wanted to do was, I wanted to make sure we all four of us were included yes. on this belt. So on the one plate, if you pop the, the yeah. picture back up, yeah. I put a DJ equipment from Mike. That, that represents <laughs> yeah. Del Tufo. And then we this have over my Price is Right <laughs> meme. Monica. And then Brockman was the hardest one for oh, me to no, come up with something. it's a Segway! It's a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah. It's a Segway it's Segway you fell off of. Why would you put DC? so disrespectful. That's not just because I feel like that's like I, I ain't nowhere else to put for you. I didn't want to put oh, a Boston Red is. Sox or how about just my face? <laughs> and then we have the Rich Eisen show, Running Man, yeah, uh, Running Man. And then you know I I took our famous phrase now from Monaco to El, to El Segundo, and I put that on the belt, and we used the the NWO <laughs> logo for the beginning of it. So you know I figure maybe I mean, if we have a football contest. We'll like swap it around. Terrific. But yeah, we have, on we, a day we have an NIL deal with yeah. Gorilla Glue. We've got we, NXT belts. We are official, man. The Rich Eisen show. Come get some. Segue for Brock. I don't like this. <laughs>